Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train Jared Creed coming live from Syracuse, New York. Yes, beautiful Syracuse. We're here every Monday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. I say it all the time. Thank you. Thank you for being a listener. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you. That is really all, you know, all I ask of you. It is the holiday season. It's the season of giving. Give the J Train podcast to a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anyone with ears, and we'll take the earless community as well. And what, how do you do that? Send, you know, if you hear something that you were discussing with a friend, discuss here, send it to the group chat, send the link, make it your Instagram story. Tell the world about Papa JT and this great show. And I am on the road. As I just mentioned, I'm in Syracuse. Beautiful. I'm looking at a Syracuse skyline that could take your breath away out my window of this Motel 8. And I'm telling you right now, I got more shows coming up. Um, the You Up Live show is this is is Wednesday. So this comes out on Monday. It is Wednesday. Get tickets. Come. Fun show. It's different than my stand-up. I mean, it is a interactive experience. So Jaredfree.com for that. And then I'm gonna I'm gonna rattle off some towns because we got a lot of places. Phoenix, uh, Long Beach, Vegas, St. Louis. Fort Lauderdale, Cincinnati, West Nyack, Philly, Sacramento, Hartford, Pittsburgh, Omaha, Columbus, Dayton, Albany. Yeah, it's happening. A lot of dates. Uh, I love going on the road. I love doing stand-up. And I love when you guys come out and bring friends. And, you know, that, that that's like the, the most beautiful thing in the world that we can all be in a room laughing together. So go to jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com to get your tickets. Um Otherwise, I want to get straight to our guest today, an okay P to the show, original key player. Um, this is one of those episodes that we can really knock out a lot of emails. There's not, you know, we can really get to the, to the. This is like, you know, put on your your, your reading glasses because this is going to be an academic experience of dating talk. I have a feeling because um, she's wonderful and amazing. You know her as matchmaker Maria, Maria Avogatidis. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. Did I nail your last name or did I screw it up? Almost. It was really good. I'm, I'm very close. happy with it. It was close. Okay. It's Avgatidis. So it's <laughs> Avgatidis. soft and eyes your E's. So it's, you're, you're great. You're golden. Avgatidis. I took a shot and I, and I should have said before, like, say it to me. But I was like, I, I was like, maybe I have it this time. But I'm listen, I'm so pumped that you're here. Jared, it's very simple. Okay. You're going to do what the sixth grade boys did okay. in middle school. When I was the first girl to go through puberty, they would call me Maria. I've got titties. I've got titties. There okay. you go. I've I've got titties. I've got titties. The same thing. I've got titties. Okay, I'll literally never forget it. So we're. I'm so pumped that you're here. Um, everyone needs to go follow uh, Maria at Matchmaker Maria. Um, she is a professional matchmaker. Okay, and we're going to talk a little bit about that because uh, you know we have new listeners. It's been a while since you've been on the show. I, I want to get into like. What makes a matchmaker? Uh, but it, listen, she has her own podcast, Ask a Matchmaker. Go, go, go. Go listen, subscribe. And also Agape Match, which is, mm. that is where you're doing, explain to people what you do with Agape Match. Like I I, I got to assume there's single people listening and going, oh, what? should well, I, I invest? Yeah. Should I make this a part of my right. life? So uh, Agape Match is a matchmaking service uh, based out of New York, although we do have clients um, in a variety of cities in the United States and sometimes in Canada. Um, 
we offer matchmaking and you can always <laughs> join our database for free so that we can keep you in mind as a potential match for a client, or you can enroll in any of our coaching programs. I know that the Agape, Agape Intensive, which is a women's only group coaching intensive, uh, that happens uh, once a month. That is very popular. And um, yeah, so we have, yeah, so we have two programs. <laughs> well, I, I like, I like, uh, I'm a fan of yours. Of course, but I I like you as oh thank you I like you as a person because you're reasonable you you take in information you're a listener you're you're not you know there's an easy way to be in the love business and it's to speak in extremes and that's not very helpful and you're speaking in a lot of like you know kind of the reasonable way that we try to talk about these emails here so we're connected on that front what is the since you're so reasonable what is the the thing, it's December 3rd right now, 2021. What is like the theme that you're, that's coming at you? Because I think this, this podcast, I am not an expert. Um, I'm talking out of my behind a lot, but just from feelings and emotions and trying to be as honest as I can be to give my perspective. But like what a lot of people come here is for commiseration. They want to hear what are, am I the only one going through this? So what in the dating world do you think is the theme on December 3rd, 2021 of like what, and we're taping before you're listening to it listener. So yes, I know it's not the date that you're listening, but what is kind of the theme that people are going through right now? Um, Right now on December 3rd, 2021, everyone has experienced extreme dating fatigue and they're all, I would say at least half, maybe more singles are saying, I'm going to just take a break. I'll do this again in January. And that's just, that's just what I'm seeing. Everyone is traveling. Everyone is doing different things. Everyone's getting a new dose of anxiety with the Omicron variant. Um, Mm -hmm. Hey, maybe we should practice that uh, pronunciation (laughs) today. Um, And, you know, I just want to say really quick, uh, first of all, I should definitely change my Instagram bio to Jared Freed says I'm reasonable. That's fantastic. (laughs) But also you also give really good advice. Like uh, there are times where, you're the only person that answers dating questions where I sit there and I'm like, you know, I'm going to screenshot this and send it to like five friends because this is on the nose. So like you're, I think, and I think that's maybe why your listeners um, enjoy listening to you because I think you're going through it as well. And you have this very authentic and honest way of describing a reality Mm. that is not necessarily your own singular experience. I, I mean, thank you. I, I, I try, you know, I, I don't think I'm smarter than anyone else, but I have the time to think about it more than most people. So I'm yeah. thinking about it and I'm also like, you know, you want to explain, I think it takes, I think if you want to talk about dating and relationships and stuff, you gotta, you gotta be a little bit vulnerable too. And you gotta talk about the things that are, make you fearful. And you know, I think that's, you know, for me personally, you talk about dating fatigue. I think that's like part of my fatigue is like I talk yeah. about this so much. I, I feel like, you know, I'm pretty I, I'm like sometimes I'm more open on Instagram stories than I can be with like people I'm seeing in my life, you know, just because right. it's easier. It's faceless on Instagram stories. And it's um and I'm sure, you know, you know that because you're probably you're talking to people every day and their troubles and they're freaking out. And you're like, I can be even on this because. It's, right, and there's also like I don't think if we're gonna like you know pull the curtain on behind what what both you and I do when people do ask us questions on Instagram, there is a bit of a ego boost. 
I will admit when, you know, I, at least when I give a, an answer to a question and I see how my audience responds to it, like, yes, 100% mm-hmm, hearts, mm-hmm. whatever they're sending, it's like, okay, yeah, I'm on the right track here. And that, that kind of like feels, it feels a bit, well, it feels very validating that it's like, okay, yes, this is, this is not only what the audience wants, but they're also experiencing this or this is helpful to them. Totally. I, I mean, in, in, I mean, that's how the, the internet like pulls at like very emotional places in your brain. Like, and like, I, I'll give an example. This happened the other mm-hmm. day. I put up a top four pickles. It was like pickles. What's your favorite pickle? And I was like, the only answer is a half sour pickle. It is the only answer. And, and I put up like, and, and I'm like, and if anyone says any differently, you you were raised wrong by your parents. Like it's. Wait, like, is this like a is this like a Jewish expertise thing? Because I don't. I only know one pickle. I didn't what pickle do you like know? Multiple, like a kosher dill pickle. See, dill pickles too much dill. The half sour is like almost cucumber. It's just a a brush of dill, and and you would find it in a Jewish deli, so to speak. But they would have like they would have like the whole range of of pickle flavorings on a, many, on a plate okay, for you. Okay, okay, so. So this is so okay. How many fetas do you think exist? I I would assume one feta, but I I guess I would be so wrong. I'm sure, right? Yeah, there's like right now in my fridge, there's like four different fetas, but depending on what we're eating. <laughs> um, yes, I, the- I'll take pickles. You take fetas as our yeah. expertise. <laughs> yeah, and you just grow up with it. You're like the. Someone wrote back to me. They go, "Well, gherkins the best pickle," and I'm like. Get the fuck out of here. Like, I, I was so angered by yeah. that response. Like, you, you, you're you not even... Th- Gherkin, I don't even consider it a pickle. Like, I'm like, that's right. just... Like, like, do you consider baby corn a corn? Like, I, I don't know. Like, so, but... It, and it's... It, w- w- this is all to repeat what you're saying is like, it, it, it is an ego boost. And it's also... A t- it can, if someone disagrees with you, you're like, you're the stupidest fucking person I've ever met. And then you go, you back it up. And you're like, yeah. okay, uh, you know, let's not get crazy here. But... What's funny I, when someone disagrees with me, it's like, um, it's they're not never disagreeing. It's not that... I don't know what happens to you, but for me, when they disagree, it's always because they're... They are rehashing another influencer's dating philosophy to me. Sure. And <laughs> I'm the one that... When they do that, which is fine... But when they do that, I'm like, well, let me tell you how I came up with my answer. And like, I will show a study or I'll show this feedback or I'll try to, I try to make as much of it evidence-based instead of like, only it worked for me this way. So this is what you should do. Well, this is like, you know, I, I, I tend to believe that you get that, that some of the worst dating advice comes from like married people. Because what they do is, is they'll go. <laughs> As a married person, I agree. <laughs> yeah. And I think married people, they go, you go, yeah, I don't know. I'm tired of dating. And then tired of dating. I got dating fatigue. And they, and they look at you, they go, have you been to the market? I met my husband at the market. And you're like, what the fuck are we talking about? Like, just, you know, like, it's like they, um, they almost take their experience like, because they feel yeah. they won. And it's like, if you believe marriage is a goal, then you're going to have fucked up advice for all the people that aren't married. And I, I think the worst advice, just really quick parentheses in case anyone is wondering, Arahova is the best overall feta. Okay. And <laughs> I just, I just want to say that really Repeat quick. Repeat that, please. Arahova, and you can find that at Titan's Superstore in Astoria. It's really good. Perfect. Personally, I like to eat manuri, 
which is a type of cheese. It's like feta with less salt on everything, but Arachova goes even with watermelon or, or a salad. So there's different fetas, but that's the best one. Okay, so that was the end of the parenthesis. <laughs> um, one of the worst advice that I see that married people constantly do is that instead of giving you advice, they um, have a self-reflection in front of a single person. That's really depressing. They'll say stuff like, God, I'm so happy I'm not single. I could not do any of what you're doing. And it's like- I- Okay, asshole, like, this doesn't help me in any way. And it, and I hear this because people think of me as not as a single person, but because of what I do, married people will tell me like, mm, oh, I couldn't do it. Thank God. Like, thank God, I guess. I, well, you hear that. It's funny. I actually, I, I think you're on the same wavelength as me. So I was, I was trying to think of like, you know, it, again, I don't want to do like difference between men and women, but like w- questions I get from, you know, men like when it comes to dating apps it's interesting that the women look at me and go that never did dating apps the married women they'll go oh thank god i missed dating apps i yeah. I, I wouldn't be able to have done it and then a lot of the men will go oh i just missed on dating apps i i just missed it you know like they missed I get, the bus i get the opposite i get the interesting. opposite i get women saying sometimes like god i wish i could have done that that like just even just for a week just to experience it and i'm like you could it's nothing, nothing's stopping you they're not asking for a marriage certificate or like a notarized letter that you're single um yeah. but it'd just be weird if your co-workers see it or your husband's friends see it or your neighbors um, yeah yeah but uh what i think you know what's interesting with men i don't i would love to know how men talk to you when you do dating advice because when men respond to my stuff mm. it's always trying to rationalize like their kind of weird behavior <laughs> and i'm yeah. like okay like cool I, I, <laughs> that's kind of what i'm doing <laughs> you know like i am rationalizing this and i i guess the the reason i i guess i maybe i do it better than them so i can because i'm actually a little bit apologetic and and know that it's a monster that they're dealing with instead of I just can saying see that a lot of it's right especially like yeah i can see that a lot of single men they sometimes um especially single men who have been divorced mm. i think that there's a lot of trauma from their marriage and it could be self-inflicted that that's obviously a possibility in any divorce mm. uh and they're still trying to work it out um what's interesting too though i don't know if this applies to you maybe it does but like it's, it's funny, like people always tell me I'm promoting it all my single friends and I go, yeah, but like 30% of my followers, if not more are married, like married people yeah. love my content. And yeah. I, I wonder mean, they're, like, they're why listening don't you tell to your married show. friends? Yeah. <laughs> right. They want to peek inside. Right. It's like, well, I, I always say the podcast and, and you, you know, following you and listening to your podcast, it's putting your brain on the shelf. It's, and also yeah. I, I think a lot of these things that we're talking about are communication things that could help anyone. You know, like, I mean, this podcast, like, we're going to go through a ton of emails, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. That's jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Um, here with Matchmaker Maria, at Matchmaker Maria. Go follow immediately. I love when she does question and answers. It's so good. Agape match. I, I just, like, a lot of um, people who listen, They, you know, I mean, how do you get, let me just hear what's the thoughts and anxieties on someone's mind i think people do take away a lot from that don't you think i think so but i also think that there is like if you look at my instagram feed there is obviously this thread that is maria that i know i show you a glimpse of what it's like to be married to my Mm. husband or my you see my children so i do share that it's not just um you know 
I don't know. I don't know what other people, you know, you know what other people do. I don't have to like explain matchmaking all the time. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like I'm not sitting there like, Oh, look at me wearing hearts. Like that's not a reality that I live in. <laughs> I I'm a, I'm a woman who runs a business. So there's content of that. I have a, I'm a wife, I'm a mom and I'm also a caretaker. I have to care for my mom right now. And yeah. that affects my life and my marriage. I mean, sure. let me tell you just like a bit of authenticity for a second. Right. You know, I, I, I've said this before on my own content, but like, you don't, you have to start, if you're dating, you have to start framing who the person is for you based on like what they're going to be like when times get tough, because that is when you see how your compatibility is. And that simplest simpleness of tough could be like when your child is crying at four in the morning and you're sleep deprived mm. and, you know, or it's when you're caring for a parent. Um, you know, my mom, um, she's still alive, which is like kind of miraculous to me because they told me mm -hmm. a month ago that she'd only have a few weeks to live. And now it's oh, like, yeah. oh, she could have a month. She could have a year. I have no, so there's like a, this other form of anxiety, but my husband and I went to get intimate and right before it's about to happen, I burst out crying because I suddenly started thinking about my mom mm -hmm. and you know, my husband, he was like consoling me. He didn't make me feel like shit because we, that happened in the heat of the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, he was like supportive. We yeah. watched a few episodes of Friends or Scrubs. I don't remember. And then we like went to bed. And I think that that is these like hard moments are a reality of long term relationships because life happens while you're with someone or by yourself. Absolutely. But life still happens and you have to keep the people, the people that you choose to have around you, be it friends or your relationship, they have to be able to hold the fort when your walls are crumbling down around you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and do you know, were you looking for that actively when you were dating, when you were getting, you know, like, was it, I mean, you don't, you, what you're saying. It now, makes sense now. Life, right? Yeah. It makes sense now. Like it, life comes at you and you're going through it together. And it's like, you know, were there things that told you this, he was going to be a good partner for, you know, during the tough times, were there things do you look back on now and you I go look back on my exes and I remember like, you know, at any given point, you're going to have a bad day, right? Usually mm -hmm. within two weeks in the next two weeks, everyone's going to have something that's going to be anxiety inducing, be it a sure. weird email from a boss or a tiff with a friend, especially now the holiday seasons with your family. And you just have to like, I remember the men that I dated before I met my husband having these experiences and them not being able to help me hold the fort. And then I remember with my husband, you know, we have been, it's not like I'm trying to test him because I'm not trying to play games with someone that I'm dating, yeah. but you have to ask questions and that those questions revolve around like, you know, tell me a little bit more about your family. Yeah. Like, look, there are people who have toxic relationships with their, with their family members. That's, oh, that happens, right? But do you have established boundaries with those people mm -hmm. um, or do you let them run amok in your is life, it, you know? Is, is it just a mess that you're not taking care of? Are you shoving in the closet? Yeah, I like one of my most favorite questions to ask someone is um, tell me more about your friends on a first mm -hmm. date. Okay. Because you can learn a lot about a man, especially when they talk to you about their friends. For instance, I don't know how you feel about this, but if a man told me that all of his friends or his ex-girlfriends or all of his friends are women, sure. that's kind of weird to me. I think that, you know, men should have male friendships. Of course. Um, yeah. That don't revolve around listening to a woman. <laughs> well, um, and then yeah. like, you know, but also I love the way it's phrased. Tell me about your friends. Isn't right. who's your friend. It, it gets someone, if someone's there to have a conversation with you and be open and fun and 
available emotionally, they're going to go, you know, <laughs> they're going to say, well, you know, there's these friends that moved to here and I, I keep up with my college friends. I don't keep up with my high school friends. You know, how is that answer full? But look at the or way is you're not? Even, look at the way you just answered it. Right. The fact yeah. that you would say, I keep up with my friends, even though they moved away. Right. Like you were just using an example, but that's what you are. That's what I'm looking for. Right. That's a green yeah. light to me, because that means that even with distance, you're still respectful of the bonds that you've created with these people in the chapters in your life that they were more notable, right? But then I think about, I also like to look at, okay, if I'm dating someone, what is it like to meet their friends? Mm -hmm. I will tell you, I will never forget. I remember meeting, I was dating a guy and I met his friends maybe three weeks in, which is mm -hmm. a very long time, by the way, but whatever. And, you think that's um, too long? You think that's very long? I don't think that's too long, but for someone that I was seeing every single day, I felt like sure. that was too long. Okay. Right? If I was only seeing him once a week, then it would have been different. But at this point, I was like, I had spent enough hours with him. We had had sex plenty of times that I was like, okay, three weeks. Uh, and I remember his friend, his best friend, saying to him, well, what are you doing with this asshole? Like that. Mm. And I decided to break up with him that night because the fact that his friend subconsciously would call his friend his own friend and asshole was to me a red flag that I wasn't seeing on my end. Like, oh, this person is an asshole and I'm not seeing it because I'm digmatized. Um, <laughs> well, also, happens, you know, right? you know, asshole could be a lot of things, but like, Really you don't see that to core, a woman that you've just met. No, and especially someone that has been spoken highly of. Like if that was an email coming right. in, I'd be like, you are not spoken of. And right. like, he's not respecting, like, like, you know, you meet my friends and this is a serious relationship. You go, hey, guys, I want you to meet, the, uh, you know, this person I've been talking about or you, you prep them just humanly. So it's like you, you know, asshole is like a strong word, but like it represents really like, oh, this person's not ready, even by their friend's account. Right. You know, it, I, it, I happen I happen to meet my husband with all of his friends. Right. Because mm -hmm. um, his friends introduced us and. Uh, I met a lot of my husband's friends the night that I met him. Yeah. And the way they spoke to him, the way they spoke to me about him the following day when we went out to brunch, mm -hmm. it was like, oh my God, am I dating a celebrity? Like they were all <laughs> so, um, they were just saying such nice things about him. Like they need, they wanted me to know how yeah. much of a good person he is. And I was just like, oh, I got to hold on to this. Like, this and, seems and that's, really important I, to me. I, I think that's important to like, especially because we have so many women that listen where it's like, yeah, these the friends are telling you they're you know, they're not they're like shipping him, you know, like yeah. they're basically being like, you know, th there's an indication of like he's looking for something real and we see real in you, you know, real recognizing real type of thing. It is interesting. Like you can look for these things and it's like if you're sitting there listening to this right now, not getting these feelings, not getting the like, like you either, you either don't want to look for it because you want to ignore it because it's a bad reality or it's, you know, or you go, oh, yeah, I have the same thing. If you if you're fine, I think people can find pearls in this conversation like the and look i, I want to get to the emails let's let's yeah, get yeah. to the emails jtrainpodcast <laughs> at gmail.com we could go on and on but everyone go follow me uh maria at matchmaker maria on instagram agape 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 both is fine agape agape, match. agape agape match 
Ask a Matchmaker Podcast. It's all on her Instagram, which is a fantastic follow, and you should all go right now. Okay, this one, Jared Feather Feather, love the podcast. It really helped my own, uh, helped me uh, own my standard, especially in this scenario. Even though the situation ended, I would still like you to decipher what this text means, mainly because I have asked multiple people, including my cousin, who is a therapist, and no one knows. Some backstory. I was seeing this guy on I met on Tinder. He seemed nice enough and genuine, so I kept going out with him and texting him. I was about to leave town, and we were making out. He stopped me and asked, do you want to go out, like officially? At a loss for words, I said, sure, as I wasn't really seeing anyone else. We continued to text when I was out of town. When I got back, he said he wasn't feeling well in the age of COVID. That essentially means stay away. He told me that he had been dragging out a conversation he wanted to have in person. As this made me anxious, I told him to just spill it. He sent me the following text. Okay, I'm going to read it to you. I don't know. I don't mean to be vague. Kind of during Thanksgiving, I was talking to my sibling about things and you came up she started asking questions about us and the more we talked the more kind of uh the more kind of apparent it was that you and i really don't have that much in common we have some things and that is nice but i feel like a lot of a lot of kind of who we are is very different from one another and i was kind of not in a great place before me moving here then when i lived in blank. It was very lonely. I didn't make many friends. And so moving back here, then meeting you and spending time with you is really great. And so I thought to myself, I should date this girl. That's how I feel and see where things go, where I think I should have let us play out more and learn about each other more uh, instead of trying to kind of be impulsive and learn them while dating. I don't know if that makes sense. And I'm sure it's probably confusing and frustrating to have such a pivot so soon for that. I'm really sorry, which is the main reason I wanted to talk about it in person. But I also felt it was getting almost rude to being vague. I'm not the type of person who is cold or heartless. I hope you can tell that about me. I don't mean to play with feelings. If I'm being honest, I'm kind of emotional typing this, which is why it's taking so long. But I also feel like at the same time, in order to not play with feelings before real deep life impacting ones develop, I should say something. So then she writes, I pretty much interpret that as him saying he wanted uh, him wanting to keep things casual as I felt we were moving too fast anyways, but he left me hanging for a day and that turned me off. So I sent him a text clearly explaining that I wasn't interested in him anymore. So what would you gather from his text? So Maria, what do you think? Um, I I love his text message. I mean, there's a lot of to unpack, but I think it was, I think he was very honest about yeah. it. I don't know where the casual dating bit came in. I think it's done. I also have concerns about how it's his sister that brought to him this. But as he kept going on, as this very long text message kept going on, um, I realized that this actual person's really being really honest. Um, and he even gives a sincere apology. He's He's rambling a little bit, but... The rambling does seem like he's trying to put words to something he doesn't know how to put words to. I just want to think about also for a second. I know you can't do this, but I can do this. Pretend to be a woman. Okay. And think about receiving this very long text message after you asked Be Real With Me and that little bubble was up. So when she received this message, I, as you were reading it, I was thinking, God, she must have felt the heat in her cheeks. Mm. And her heart dropped as she was reading it. And there's going to be parts that you skim naturally because you're just trying to get to the punchline of the breakup. Yes. And it's like, okay, now what? And it's like, well, no, read it out loud and then listen to it, like record yourself and then listen to it. And you will see that 
in his text message, he's actually being very honest and very clear. I don't know where the casual relationship comes into play. Well, I just don't think he wants you. The, 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 that's that's correct. I, I I think it's interesting, and it goes back to the original thing we spoke about in the beginning, where you mentioned, I said, on December 3rd, 2021, what's people, and you say, you saying, I'm going to take a break from dating. And that is a very, that's a sentiment that it comes at me a lot with dating stuff that I don't think is a thing I've ever thought, where this dating is this on off switch. And for her, it's interesting that she saw this long text and it wasn't, she didn't get, you are dumped from the text. So it's, I'm confused. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, nobody is that honest with people. Like no one is that direct ever. And it's like, if you're asking for something no one ever gets, then you're really asking for someone else to like almost kind of be your crutch a little bit. Because when she says, oh, he must want to be casual. It's like, you're trying to make him into this kind of kind of good and evil, you know, good and, you know, where, ah, oh, look at this long text to try and fuck me still. And it's like, I don't agree with that. Fucking I don't up think it's not a consolation prize to not being in a relationship with you. This is a, I know exactly. a lot of men do that, by the way. That, they look, do. She's, she is saying this from experience, right? There are men totally. who will say, I don't know what I want right now. Let's take it slow. And that really means I just want to fuck you. And I don't want to have mm -hmm. the commitment of a boyfriend. And I understand where she's coming from. At the same time, it's exactly what you said. No one ever talks that honestly. And he really does apologize. In there. And like, it's not like, I'm sorry if I led you on. No, he says, I'm sorry. Yeah, I did and, this. Like he's it, the he expresses it, you know. And, and you're totally right. Where it's like, no, she's, but she's gotten the text where I want to be casual before, and it's yeah. like this doesn't even match that. I think we, right. you know, and because we're looking for black and white answers, well, this didn't say oh, you're dumped, so it goes into the guy trying to be casual pile, and and I think we're both saying this is a guy who is said to you legit, and even the beginning of her email, she says. You know, does let's be, you know, the way they got together, he, you know, he stopped me and asked me, do you want to go out like officially at a loss for words? I said, sure, because I wasn't really seeing anyone else. Like, it seems like this was kind of a surprise for anyone to do that. And like him explaining why he did that. Hey, I was depressed. I'm in this new city. I figured we should figure it out while we're dating. At least I'll have a commitment. And I, I think that's he's literally saying I've figured it out while seeing you that we're just not the match. But I think the longer he went, the more, you know, when you say I talk to my sister, if I would, the the feeling, the sensation of like getting red and feeling a little embarrassed and, you know, I, I understand that pain too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I would have, if you're asking me for a response to that, I would have said, you know, thank you for being that honest. I really appreciate it. Uh, happy holidays. Yeah. The Good end. luck to like, you. That's the end. Good luck to you. Yeah. Yeah. And, I and think it's okay. You have to give your permission. You have to give this is just advice that I constantly give, but you have to give yourself permission mm. to say goodbye to people. Just yes, because it, it did not work out, it does not mean they have to turn into a friends with benefits. It does not mean they have to be your friend. Mm -hmm. You can just say, okay, goodbye. Like not everyone is meant to be a chapter. Sometimes it's just a simple sentence in your book of life. And you mm. just move on. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Public Goods. Knowing what's in your products and where they come from is important. So what if there was a store for everyday essentials where everything they sold was healthy and sustainable? 
Public Goods is that store. They're your one-stop shop for sustainable, high-quality, everyday essentials made from clean ingredients at a price you can afford. Everything from coffee to toilet paper and toothpaste to pet food. I got to say, I love Public Goods. I like what they're doing. What they're doing is they're making it easy for you to get the things that you want and that are also made the way you want them made, healthy and sustainable. They took the packaging and they just made it plain Jane. It just says public goods. So instead of going to the high-end store that has you know the all herbal whatever, this is public goods being like, hey, we know what you want. We're going to make it right and we're going to send it right to your door. We're going to get rid of the middleman. That's it. Public goods, it, it's a grocery, a high-end grocery store without the high-end labels would, is how I would describe it. Public goods ethically sources each of their products to be free of unhealthy ingredients and harmful additives. Here's the thing. When you get a public goods thing, it just says public goods on it. It's black and white. There's nothing on it. Th- these other companies that are doing these things are patting themselves on the back and they have extra marketing, extra dollars are going that you're paying for. Public goods is doing it in a way where they're just saying, get you the good stuff. They're committed to making their products healthy and safe for humans, animals, and the environment. I've worked out an awesome deal for my listeners. Receive $15 off your first public goods order with no minimum purchase. I have the surface cleaner you know, for cleaning the kitchen. It's great. That's right. They're so confident that you'll absolutely love their products and come back again and again that they're giving you $15 to spend on your first purchase. You have nothing to lose. Just go to publicgoods.com slash JTrain or use code JTrain at checkout. That's P-U-B-L-I-C-G-O-O-D-S.com forward slash JTrain to receive $15 off your first order. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Native Deodorant. We all love a seasonal flavor, pumpkin spice lattes in the fall, lavender and vanilla candle in the spring. And now, thanks to Native Deodorant, you can bring some seasonal flair to your stanky pits. I love Native Deodorant. I love that you can match the season with your deodorant. Native cares about the products that you put on your body. They're all about stopping the stink the right way. That's the native difference. Native products are made with simple ingredients like shea butter and coconut oil, so you can smell great all day long. With classics and rotating seasonals, Native has a scent for everyone. Try their holiday-scented deodorants, body wash, or toothpaste, and scents like candy cane, sugar cookie, and fresh mistletoe for a limited time. Isn't that fun? Don't, don't, don't tell me how much fun that is to leave the house smelling like a sugar cookie on a cold night, you know, crisp day. I, I, I love it. I have the candy cane. I love it. Build yourself or a loved one's personalized product bundles by mixing and matching three of your favorite holiday scented products into a set. What a stocking stuffer. What a fun thing for your boyfriend or girlfriend for the holiday. Stay merry, happy, and fresh this holiday season. You will love Native's limited time seasonal products as much as I do. Go to nativedeodorant.com. Use code JTRAIN to get 20% off your first purchase at checkout. That's nativedeodorant.com. Code JTRAIN for 20% off. Nativedeodorant.com. Code JTRAIN. JTRAIN podcast at gmail.com. JTRAIN podcast at gmail.com here with matchmaker maria at matchmaker maria go follow go follow ask a matchmaker podcast get subscribed right now um let's do boyfriend or freeloader okay where do you see this oh no i i'm those ones i sent to you we're gonna do after these are just those are the ones with screenshots don't worry (laughs) i I keep seeing you look and i'm like no Okay, sorry about that. <laughs> no problem. Jared, I love the podcast. Listen all through quarantine and now I'm hooked. Here's the story. I moved to NYC with a friend from college in January. She started dating one of... Moved 
with, to NYC with a friend from college in January. She started dating one of my boyfriend's friends who also lives in NYC in April. Before they even met, I told her how he has been known for lying about things in the past. For example, he was engaged senior year of college, but they called it off months before the wedding because his fi- fiance found out that he wasn't making payments on the wedding. You can make payments on the wedding? Okay. He also lied to all his friends about where he interned over the summer and told them that his dad was a doctor. He is not. Oh, this is like a very, this oh, is a this liar. this is like, okay, this is a liar. <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> my roommate seemed to just brush off the lies and didn't seem to really care. He spends ridiculous amounts of money on her and tells her that he makes an exorbitant salary. This can be debunked by a simple search on, on Glassdoor. Fast forward to October when his lease was up. He originally said he was going to move into a one bedroom in Gramercy, but instead he stayed at our apartment. When I asked my roommate about it, she said that he, he, he was just staying until he buys a place in the West Village. I mean, this guy throws around lie. If he's lying, he's really going these, for it. The most expensive like, part of the city. These are really big verbs that right? I've never used in my life. Buying in the West Village. I've never even said that sentence. I've never even thought it, let alone said it to someone else. It's crazy. I mean, like wow. for those that don't live in New York, like. The West Village of Manhattan is, is is probably one of the nicer sections. To, I mean, to buy, I rent there, and it's a little crazy. But it's to buy there, it's like you, you what are you, your neighbors, it Tom Brady at, and Giselle? It starts at fourteen million. I mean, yeah, it's exactly. Pretty expensive. So uh, yeah. Apparently, his budget is one point five million minimum. Mortgages and mortgages are for poor people is a direct quote from him. This guy sounds like an asshole. I reasonably asked him if he would be okay splitting the rent evenly amongst the three of us until he figured out what he was going to do. This would be about $1,300 a person per month. He came back and asked if he could pay $300 a month, aka $10 a day because he goes into the office every day and doesn't work from home. Keep in mind that we live in Midtown. Imagine being able to to live in Midtown for $10 a day in a luxury building. I mean, it must be nice. I don't know what to do because I don't want to make it weird between me and my roommate but he should be willing to split the rent evenly if he's making uh, as much money as he says he does i am doing him a favor to allow him to stay in this place and the uh, stay in the first place we also only have one bathroom rest in peace he has a key to the apartment i'm currently here alone with him because my roommate is home in california for the holidays it's super weird i I, this is horrible she has to say there's so much to unpack here yes Um, okay clearly this person is trash and your friend i'm assuming these people are under 27 does she say See, what age it is? doesn't the ages aren't given but it seems youngish and he okay. seems we, very we young. put up a lot we put up with a lot when we're under 28 i've come to find mm. out but <clears throat> uh let's just unpack some things that are not related to what piece of shit this person is for a second mm-hmm. just to clarify things right so i'm assuming he is staying in his girlfriend's bedroom okay okay so there is no reason for him to contribute to the rent because the rent is by the room that that person is staying in Okay. Right? He can be helpful and contribute in other ways. Like, you know, but I'm assuming even though his, even though the roommates in LA, I am assuming she's still paying her half of the utilities. Yes. Right. Even though she's gone. Right. So it's the same here. Like, I don't think he needs to contribute to rent. I think that she needs to tell her roommate this lease between us was between me and you, not mm-hmm. me, you and your boyfriend. I did not agree to the terms in this lease to live with this person. Yes. I, 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 I she needs to go. The the whole idea of him living there is wrong. Like what you're, I, 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 yeah, that that like it is interesting 
what you're right but I, I i think it's so interesting that she's like she's so caught up in the lies he's telling it's almost like his own right. magic trick he keeps with his left hand he's built, buying an apartment with his left hand he's he's doing this and and he's he's negotiating i'll give you 300 bucks a day and i don't even come in here and with his right hand he's sleeping in the other bedroom so all that matters is that he shouldn't be sleeping in that apartment and i you know the idea of making it weird your friend is bringing the weirdness to you. You're, it's your you and your roommate's problem. I wouldn't even right. acknowledge the liar. And, and you go to the, just like Maria has just said, I, you got to go to your friend and you got to explain, you have to get legal with her. And yeah. I, I, I mean, I'll tell you right now. The rest is feelings, right? The rest is totally. feelings. And it's not, you're going to be playing that to her feelings and her, her vulnerabilities and her ego. But if you could just stick to, What's factual, which is you have a lease with someone. Yes. You have a contract agreement of who's going to be renting in this apartment, and it's between you and her. It's, you know, and if so, she, sa- um, and if she yeah. says, like, well, I have a right to let him stay there, you can say, I don't feel, I mean, you can get the feelings where you go, I don't feel comfortable with that. Do you feel comfortable making me feel uncomfortable? And yeah, it's that's, like, that's a good response. Because at a certain point, I, I mean, like, it's so interesting, like, with, with liars like this. Like, the liars are a time suck. Like, I can tell you right no. now, he's not going to find an apartment for $1.5 million minimum in, Grand, in West Village. It's just, that is you not You also happening. realize that him saying <laughs> like, the word minimum, him saying the word minimum is also a red flag. Because usually people don't talk about what they want to buy in minimums. They talk about maximum budget. So the fact that he's saying yeah. minimum is that it means that he's grandstanding to show you how important he is. This person is, without having met him, and again, I, I'm not, I'm not really legally allowed to like diagnose him, but yeah. this person sounds narcissistic and it sounds like, yeah. you know, he's groomed your friend and he's definitely manipulating her. However, um, you know, your friend's a big girl and she's put you in an uncomfortable position. A big woman, mm. excuse me. She's an adult woman. She's put you in an uncomfortable position and your beef is with her. It's not yes. with him. You can just ignore him. I would ignore the shit out of him. I, I would too. I, I mean, like the idea that he's going to find a place to buy in a month. Like, do you know how long it takes to, to buy an apartment? Okay. And I think J-train. that's the other problem. That's the other problem here with this question, right? Because why is he living? Why is his primary residency now their apartment? Like it it would be different if he was staying there overnight, three nights a week because they're dating, but mm. he doesn't have that anymore. Right. He is staying with her. So again, you know, she might have a right for someone to stay in their apartment, but actually if he has stayed there for more than 30 days, he has rights over their squatters rights. Yeah. This is a big thing. Yeah. So she has a much bigger problem with her roommate than she does with the boyfriend. J train podcast at gmail.com J train podcast at gmail.com here with matchmaker Maria at matchmaker Maria go follow immediately so great okay let's do one more before we get to screenshot emails because I sent you a few how do I stop sleeping with guys on the first date this is I, <laughs> is I, I love this that's it. Well, feather, feather. I'm 26. Moved out of the U.S. earlier this year to Poland. I recently got back on Bumble and been going on many first dates. On Bumble, I have the filter set to looking for a relationship. I usually only swipe right on guys that have the relationship or don't know filter. When we talk about what we're looking for, I'm honest. I'm looking to get to know someone, not looking for a one-night stand or friends with benefits. The dates are usually bar dates with the exception of one dinner date. I tell myself not to sleep with the guys on the first day because I know what kind of impression that can give off. The problem is in the moment. 
moment, after a couple of drinks and some great conversation, I feel ready to go. I'm feeling ready to go. Not every first date has ended in, in a fuck, but more than half of them have. Sometimes there's a street corner makeout thanks to hearing you talk about that. Okay. I That wasn't... Okay. Um, uh, but Those are hot. Love a street corner makeup, but the outcome is always the same. Rarely a second date, never a third. Am I drinking too much uh, and giving off a sexual vibe? If you sleep together on the first date, do guys automatically put you in the hookup bucket? Do I? How do I stop sleeping with guys on the first date? Horny, but looking for a second date. Matchmaker Maria, what do you think? My initial thought is like, oh, I wonder if she shaves her legs, but now everyone does like laser hair removal. So that's not even like a current question and wonderment to have. Why is shaving legs a thought? I uh... Women will understand what I just said, I think more than a man, but like, um, I think sometimes women might grow out their hair thinking like, oh, a man will be disgusted by me. So, mm. um, which I don't know if that's true, by the way, but they will, there's this thought process where it's like, if I don't shave my legs, then I'm definitely not going to have him over because it's like a barrier. Um, it gives you, it gives you the fear. I okay, I understand. So it's basically saying like, this is what will keep me from. Yeah, it's like a it's being a stupid self obstacle yeah. that women okay. will put in. But now everyone <laughs> okay. does laser hair removal because it's like really cheap in the mm. last couple of years. So now it doesn't even matter. Um, I would tell You've her lost to stop. that gatekeeper. Yeah, yeah, we all have. I would tell her to stop drinking on first dates. That is, she asked that question. And I think that, I think the answer is absolutely no more drinking on first dates. Not that she has a drinking problem, but clearly Mm. she has, she already expressed that drinking, she's blaming drinking in her question as a reason for feeling so comfortable with strangers to Mm -hmm. um, have sex. Now, if you want to have sex on a first date, by all means have sex on a first date. Um, If you're the kind of person who gets feelings on having sex, um, maybe not have it on the first date, maybe wait a couple dates. But what I would say here is um, there are a lot more interesting dates to have that don't include drinking and yeah. that you do, you can participate in those things instead. She did write the problem is in the moment after a couple of drinks and some great conversation, I'm feeling ready to go. That's the cocktail that makes her feel Fun. a certain way, which is which is okay. Um, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I think that's a great piece of advice. Like, hey, you know, take away one of the ingredients so that you're not looking. But I, I think also she wrote something, something in the email that was interesting to me when uh, we when we talk about what we're looking for. I'm honest. I'm looking to get to know someone, not looking for a one night stand or friends with benefits. And she says on Bumble, I have the filter set to looking for a relationship. I usually only swipe right on guys that have relationship or don't know filter. You're putting a lot of trust and, yeah, and both can be true, right? A guy can, can be true. say he's looking for a relationship and then he can go on a date with you and sincerely believe I would like to be in a serious relationship. But then when he meets you, he decides, yeah, but not with you. You know, that's but dating. But I still like to have, and, and also they can also say they'd still like to have sex with you. Yeah, you know, all you of know, these and, things and, can be true. All of these things can be true. And I think, but if you're looking at how you relate to this filter as the same as the way they relate to this filter, you're going to get left let down. And that's what's happening. She's getting let down because she's going, well, I put, I'm looking for a relationship. And if I have sex with someone, that means I like them enough to be in a relationship with them and try this out even more. You're, it is not the same for these guys. You said she's in Poland? She's in Poland. Okay, so there's a there's a distinct differentiation here that I need to point out with European mm. dating and American dating. So okay. if she is American in in Europe, 
Um, I'm going to talk about both for a second. If she's American in Europe, there is this sort of exoticness of being American in a European country that some men might um, find really appealing on her where mm -hmm. they, you know, hope to experience her in some ways, even though they're not maybe necessarily thinking of marriage, right? That makes her more attractive in some way. Just like, you know, how women go crazy here over British accents, even though you mm -hmm. don't know anything about this person outside of their accent. Um, in Europe, though, for a lot of dating environments, um, if you meet through friends, not through an app, but if you meet through friends and you've established a sort of relationship in that friend group and you have sex, the response usually is that, yes, this is my boyfriend. Like, there's no conversation in Europe. It's we're dating because we're fucking. And in this yeah. case, I think she may have experienced that sort of European dating or she's experiencing it with her friends. Maybe they're in relationships, how they got into relationships. And, you know, she's but she's meeting strangers and mm -hmm. she might be um, considered exotic <laughs> for mm -hmm. uh, Polish standards. And, mm -hmm. you know, you know, the mixture of alcohol according to her, is mm -hmm. loosening her inhibitions to say no in the heat of the moment. So, yeah. you know, keeping the environment in mind, like I said before, like you have to stop drinking on first dates. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I think it like, you know, we got to change something. I, I, I think that the not drinking and then like, you know, listen, maybe being more protective. You're writing to this podcast because you don't like the feeling. So... Right. You know, let's remember that. But I, I also understand that I, I don't like the feeling of waking up after I've eaten a bunch of food late at night. I still do it sometimes. I make mistakes. I, I, I try to learn from them. You know, the other thing that she added in her email, um, she asked about, um, like, if I have sex on the first date, does that mean he'll only see me as a hookup or whatever? And, you know, look, I'm not a man, <laughs> but um, I think sometimes when we have sex too soon as women, we can ignore a lot of the pink and red flags and ask ourselves like, should we be dating this person to begin with? Like, why, why are you so attached to the outcome because you had sex on the first date? Like he might want to date you. There's no, you know, who's to say, but yeah. you also don't know this person. Do you want to date them? Yeah. I, I mean, that's, you know, it's something that like, I don't believe that the, like, I believe you can, it can, a relationship can happen in any way. So, which is the truth. You can meet someone at a bar. You can meet someone at a bar, go home, have sex, and that can become the love of your life. Right. It is every, every version has happened. People so, win the lottery every week. That's right. So, but <laughs> I, I will say what a lot of, you know, just because you did don't, doesn't mean you will. And I think that's like an important thing to remember. Like, you know, just because you had sex doesn't mean you're going to have sex. But just because you had sex doesn't mean you don't deserve to say, hey, I want to go out for drinks. Like, right. and, and it also doesn't mean just because he had sex, he's going to go, well, that's one of those floozies. No, it's he might come to that decision, the decision that I, I'm, you know, I liked her, but I kind of, you know, I'm not even going to like open myself up to get to know her because I'm only looking for sex. That might happen. But again, you're putting yourself in their taste instead of your own at that point. Can I, can I just also reframe this entire experience for this woman? Um, so I don't know if you, um, okay. So, um, Indra Nugi, she is the PepsiCo CEO. If you ever mm. have a chance to look up interviews of her, they're pretty amazing. I always like love learning from her, but when PepsiCo was deciding like who should be the CEO, right. Of, of the, you know, one of the biggest companies in the world, they didn't just pick someone off 
you know, ZipRecruiter and yeah. hired them on the same day. Right. They well, went don't tell that to people here. Don't tell that to, because we we like them as a sponsor. ZipRecruiter. You might find a good job, just not the CEO. <laughs> yeah. <of Pepsi>. yeah. <laughs> well, what I'm trying to say is that, like, yeah. look, the person that you choose to have a long term relationship with and possibly marry. Right. They have a major effect on not only your emotional stability, um, but especially your financial outcome in life. And if you're going to choose, so if you're thinking about being in a relationship and choosing someone to be long-term with, you kind of got to go about it the way PepsiCo went with looking for a CEO, right? They, they hired someone in-house, but at the same time, it took many years to get there. And I'm not saying you have to know someone for many years, but like, you know, we're all looking here for a potential partner and it's okay to use apps, but you don't have to hire them on the day of the interview, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You can, you can Get, you, there could be multiple rounds of interviews and because this is a big, you know, you're whoever you choose as a husband is actually wait or wife is more important than who PepsiCo chooses as a CEO. <laughs> it's, a, it's a longer term relationship, you know, hopefully. Yeah. But also it includes possibly new people like you yeah, might make is... children with this person. <laughs> it affects Jay. people. So think about that in this way. The J-Train Podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp Online Therapy. We talk about BetterHelp a lot on this show, and this month we're discussing some of the stigmas around mental health. We've been taught that mental health shouldn't be a part of normal life or that therapy is for for quote-unquote crazy people. But therapy doesn't mean something's wrong with you. It means you recognize that all humans have emotion and we need to learn to control them and not avoid them. I gotta say... This is such a fantastic... Let me take a word from the copy that I just read, avoid. This is something, therapy, that we avoid because we let the little things get in our way. I don't know who to go to. I don't want to wait in a waiting room. I don't have the time. I don't have the money. BetterHelp is taking care of all those things because they're taking out the offices. They're going direct to consumer, just like the products, a lot of the products on here. They're bringing the therapy to your home. We take care of our bodies with the gym, the doctor, and nutrition. We should be focusing on our minds just as much. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. See, this is what I'm talking about. They're taking away all those excuses. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Give it a try and see why over 2 million people have used BetterHelp online therapy. JTrain is sponsored by BetterHelp, and my listeners get 10, 10. 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash JTrain. That's B E T T E R H E L P.com slash JTrain. Better help keep your mind healthy. The JTrain podcast is brought to you by Rothy's. Looking good and feeling great just got easier thanks to Rothy's. From the unbeatable comfort to the fact that you can wash them, these shoes check every box. And Rothy's isn't just one type of footwear, they make insanely comfortable sneakers, loafers, ankle boots, Mary Janes, and more. I love my Rothy. I So, I now have the sneakers and the driving shoe, love them, comfortable, look good, night on the town type of, type, of, type of shoe, the sneaker, I can go for a walk during the day in the city. Rothy's has something for everyone. Treat yourself or find the perfect gift for a loved one with their ultra comfortable washable shoes, bags, and accessories. Win the gift game this season with Rothy's shoes and accessories. Get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash JTrain with extended returns and exchanges through the holidays. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash JTrain. J train podcast at gmail.com J train podcast at gmail.com here with matchmaker Maria at matchmaker Maria. Go follow. Okay. So let's do some screenshot emails. You ready? Yeah. Let's do. And they say women are dramatic screenshots attached. 
Just going to jump right in. We met on Tinder. I went out with this guy twice, she writes in all caps. I was enjoying myself when we went out, which is rare for me. I usually don't like most of the men I go out with. The convo was good. He didn't make a move after two dates, but I didn't think too much of it. I sent him a text a few days later to try and arrange another date. This is the response I got. Also, prior to receiving this novel, I saw on Tinder he had updated his profile, but the, uh, the dummy didn't unmatch me. Can men, one, stop being terrible liars, two, stop telling women they're great girls after they clearly don't want to go out with them again? Finally, I, am, I, am I right in thinking men send messages like this only to make themselves feel better? No woman wants a message like this. Okay, so let's... Or you go to the you, screenshot. Her, her preface is pretty dramatic. Just the the what the, the, like the, the email is, <laughs> everyone's dramatic here okay so you be her and then i'll be this guy who we're assuming she she's mad at. Oh, okay his name is just all right okay. oh wait we was protect, I not supposed the, to say that? protect the innocent no names delete bleep delete, that delete. out okay 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 hi do you have plans friday hi good morning blushy face sorry that i didn't reply earlier so I think I'll have to take a break and hit pause from dating. Crying face emojis. So <laughs> this is so there's paragraph spacing. So many things going on right now that I was feeling were go were going to start happening. So now I'll need so many things going on right now that I was feeling were going to start happening. So now I'll need to start focusing on a project management certification uh, that my employer said will cover and will be required for me due to the nature of my job and that will be super time consuming for me also and also i have to deal with some family issues that have been happening recently in my family and some other things i'm so sorry for that because i know you're a great girl and you deserve better but i don't want to waste your time at this moment teary face emoji it wouldn't be fair i hope you understand uh prayer hands what do you think does she have a what do you think of this I think this is a good text. I, I think don't this see. Is a, I, I think she's looking, She's taking. I think this is a great text. I understand. The, I can understand if you're hurt by putting yourself out there saying, "Hey, let's make plans." She said, "You know, she did." Do you have plans Friday? She's trying to make plans with them, and then she. I can understand where the initial ping, the little, the little sting from the shot. You go. You know, you're a great girl. Like I could see how that s sounds bad, but let's take his let's take let's take his actions for, for in, into consideration. And there's so many people listening or watching this video that are like, these are actions I would actually enjoy. You go on two dates and you said uh, and you liked a guy, which is rare for you. Okay, the convo's good. He didn't make a move after two dates, but I didn't think too much of it. Okay, he doesn't make a move because he's dating you. He? He's and he, he, what's that? He's busy too. He's busy and whatever, but you know, he. I think there's a little bit of respect there where he goes, okay, for date one, I liked her. Date two, okay, interesting. Went to date three and he goes, you know what? I don't really feel excited about this. I don't that's, feel the connection. And he sends a text. And that's, that's dating. dating. And then he sends a text that, yeah, it's a little bit wordy, but it's, what would you, how would you want this to happen? What's the alternative? So I understand where you're hurt because that's okay. We, I'd be, I get hurt too when I get, you know, you know and someone ends with me. Hurt. She's hurt because he's saying he needs to take a dating break, but at the same time, he's updating his Tinder profile. Interesting. Yeah. And that look, hurts. That hurts. Right. And 
I don't think you realize that he didn't unmatch you, but at the same time, like, I think, I think he's has a very wordy text message to let you know that he does just not want a third date. Don't yes. hate me. Don't hate me. He's trying, and and you know what, like. And you're right. You know, seeing these things, like no one wants to see how the hot dogs get made. And this is very much you're seeing the hot dogs get made. You're seeing honesty in no unmatch, changing the profile. Hey, dating's going to be tough for me right now. But let me defend him a little bit. Yeah, it's really easy to, it, you know how much time it takes to swipe Bumble on the shitter? You know what I mean? Like, like I mean, a that's, third when, date. that's when people are doing it, right? They're rewatching yeah. an episode of Shit's Creek on the couch at 11 at night and they're swiping between, you know, David's lines. Like, that, that's yeah. what's happening here. And I don't and, think people realize that. But it's just, and, it, you know, I'm, I'm sorry for interrupting you here. Jared, go for it. Like, no, I'm interrupting. I think, I think people need to remember that dating apps are under the entertainment industry. Interesting. Right. So yeah. this is a form of entertainment for people that doesn't like all these things can be true. He can be busy. Yes. And maybe he just wants some company tonight with cash, you know, on Tinder. He wants some company tonight to just, you know, talk to a stranger over text, get his ego stroked a little bit between work breaks and go on. I think this person on a second date with you just does not want a third date. Clearly you do. But I don't think he's malicious and not I, wanting to see you again. I think that's dating. Dating happens I, and not all relationships go to relationships. All dates go to third dates. I totally agree. And you you nailed it as far as the, like, the empathy for him. He does believe in what he's saying. He, you know, he he's changing the dating app to find more people while also believing he's being truthful with this woman. And the woman is seeing the holes in his math and she's going no you're fucking two plus two doesn't equal four right here and she's right but also it's not that and it's not about her it's not personal to her you know j train podcast at gmail.com j train podcast at gmail.com can we do one more i know we're going long here is that okay yeah go ahead let's do another okay um let's do my best friend's brother you ready Jared, thank you for the never-ending haas. I have a major crush on my best friend's brother. My best friend also happens to be my next-door neighbor, so I see her regularly. She's a bit older than I am and introduced me to her younger brother, who's my age, at a house party she threw last fall. We talked for hours that night, and the conversation felt easy with him. I even think I overheard his cousins talking about us flirting. Fast forward to present day. I haven't seen him since then until his sister's wedding, my friend, uh, which was a few weeks ago. The brother actually wasn't even on my radar. I had another guy in mind. But again, we ended up talking and what I was what I and what I feel like was flirting for hours that night he told me I should stay the weekend and hang out with his family and friends of the bride and groom as the wedding was in the state where he lives which is not where his sister and I live I decided to go uh, back home for the next day but wanted to message him and let him know I enjoyed talking and hanging with him and also insinuate that I want to see him again I've attached our insta dms below okay so let before we get to the rest of the email let's do it you ready? You be her, I'll be him. Okay. Am I purple? You're purple because she's the okay. one that initiated. Okay. Hey, sorry, I didn't get to say goodbye to you and your fam, but definitely come visit when you can! Exclamation point. Happy you were able to come. We'll no, we'll no doubt be visiting soon. 
Gotta meet Jax, I emoji. Not sure how you spell it. Well, oh, he also is not like, sure how you spell okay. no. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, you spelled it right, smiley face. And then she puts a photo of Jax, her dog. Mm-hmm. Um, if this doesn't give you incentive to visit, I don't know what will. And it's the sweaty emoji. Damn, Jax is one handsome pooch. I'll talk to Blank soon about visiting. How's the neighborhood doing since? Uh, since those crazy floods. Were you guys hit hard? Ooh, that's a, he's continuing the conversation. You yes. see that, right? Okay. Yep. I'll tell him you said that smiley face. Chestnut Hill wasn't hit bad, thankfully, but the surrounding towns were. The roof of my high school flew off. Oh, God. Ick, ick, okay. ick emoji. Okay, so then I'll go back to her email. But according to his sister, he hasn't made a plan to come visit her yet. I feel weird because I haven't flat out told my friend that I have a crush on her brother. But I think if anyone was watching us wherever we were talking, would be able to tell there was chemistry there. I worry because it could get messy. Like if we hook up and decide that we don't want to date, but then it's awkward whenever he comes to visit his sister. I am also friendly with his whole immediate family. And I definitely plan on staying close friends with his sister. But I don't know how she would feel about it. The other night I was hanging out with her and her husband and her... Uh, and she pulled out baby pictures of, of her brother, my crush. And her husband said blank name was cute, but then uh, then was cute then, but he's even more good looking now, uh, dude now. I don't know if that means anything at all, but I'm tempted to take that as her husband saying it for a reason in front of me. Maybe like he wanted me to agree. I, I don't know about that. I didn't say anything because I didn't want to make it weird by saying I have a crush on him. I know this crush isn't likely like a temporary schoolgirl crush that goes away once you find a new crush because I've known him for over a year now and I still daydream about how easy our conversations are and how cute he is. I also couldn't uh, could definitely see him being a great boyfriend as he is a really nice guy. I really could use your wisdom, Jared. Thanks, P.S., uh, there's name okay so what do we think if he wanted to date you he would have already visited yeah i mean i know I that's disagree. the harsh it's okay if you disagree but tell I, me why I, you disagree i i agree with you i think he's keeping the line i i don't think he's thought that far ahead i think you're a cute woman who he has good conversations with and guys just generally don't don't cock block themselves. And <laughs> to me, when you pointed out he continued the conversation, you know, it's interesting that she's like, he's like, yeah, I got to get down there soon. And then he's like, the sister said he hasn't made a plan yet. And it's like, yeah, he's not making a plan. He's just saying things to keep this friendly and nice and flirty. And he's continuing the conversation to be like, yeah, I want to make sure that you're someone that I can be friendly with and flirty with when the opportunity arises. Now, as far as dating is concerned, he's not even like, no, he's just your cute woman who he gets along with who will talk to he him. It feels good. He had company at a wedding where his sister was the main event. <laughs> What's that? He had company, you, at a wedding yes. where his sister was the main event. Like, um, you know, I would not look more into that at all. That was just you being a distraction when everyone else is fawning over his sibling. Um, if he wanted, I, I'm going to f- hold firm here. If yeah. he wanted to date you, there would be nothing stopping him within the first two weeks of coming to see you because, oh, he has a free place to stay across the hall or across the street. <laughs> Like, great, let's let's go. You know, that's the reality here. And there is no, like, he would take the risk. Now, if he just wants to have sex with you, then he would do this, which is 
one day, you know, I'll keep the line of communication open. Mm -hmm. Let's be flirty, friendly. They're not even flirting, by the way. Not even, not in that conversation. And and I would say, I agree with you as far as um, the sister doesn't matter to him. He's not worried about a messy situation with the sister and the friend. He's not, not at any, all. He's not thinking of that at all. I, I think like him commenting on the dog, remembering it. I do understand. Does she go to the sister and say something? No. 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 Not even to like get shake it from her system. Like, oh, you to know me, what you could do? You could. Look, I've been in that situation where I liked my friend's brother, and I just mm. told her right out at her wedding, uh, like the day after her wedding, I was like, "I have a crush on your brother. Is he into me?" And she's like, "No." And I'm like, "Thank you." <laughs> Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, let, let, let's shake this apple tree to get the apples to fall down. That you know, like if you go to the sister and you go, "I have an omission to make. I am crushing hard on your brother." She and and just like you said, like you're gonna get the story. He's not ready. He's not coming here. Yeah, yeah. He, he's hooking up, and you're gonna hear this reality, and it might break you from this. You know this Hallmark crush. movie that you're kind of living in, which is okay. That's fun. It's fun to be have a crush on someone. But I I think you got to say something to the friend. Like, come and, out and with by it. the way, like I remember at my friend's wedding, this is so funny at my friend's wedding, uh, mm. I was talking to her brother the whole time and we were dancing together. And then I said, I have a crush on your brother. I need to know if he's into me. And she's like, no, not at all. And I was like, <laughs> oh, <is> this friend <laughs> gave it to you. Gave I it to you it. cold. She was she's she was barely a friend too. her. My parents and her parents were really good friends. Mm-hmm. So we went to her wedding and, you know, we kind of know each other because of our, our, you know, we grew up in different countries. So, you know, we kind of know each other through our families, but not really, mm-hmm. you know. So she was able to just be like, I was like, just give it to me straight. And she's like, no, he's not. He's not into you. And I'm like, thanks. That was it. That's all I needed to know. And, you know, her brother still like, you know, was talking to me the rest of the night and that weekend. But once I knew that he was not into me, I realized, oh, you're just you're just lonely. You just you just want company. That's all it is. And uh, that made it a lot easier to you're cope. Like, and it and oh my god, it got me out of that crush right away. You know, and that's what you're you like a feta stove. And <laughs> so, you know, and 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 I always wonder. Um, I have a theory that crushes typically only last four months. Okay. So this one year, she might know him that long. She seems like she's a lot longer. But I think from the moment you identify the crush, I think it does take four months for you to shake it off. Well, I think you're right because she even said they hung out and then she was coming to the wedding thinking of a different guy and then they hang out again. So she it's it could be two four month stretches that she's having. So you'll Maybe. get you'll get over it. But you'll get over it. I yeah. know and I say this, I say this sometimes to like my married friends. It's like, you know, look, when you're married sometimes or when you're in a long term relationship, you might feel like a little sizzle with a random stranger you just met that, mm. you know, you don't want to ruin your marriage and you're like, What do I do? And it's like Four months. That's all you need, and this sizzle will go away. Like take take it know? to the tub with that removable uh, the handle and go to dreamland. You know, <laughs> J Train so, podcast. You know, have, have, oh, yeah. sorry. Sorry. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. I just have a theory that that I think it takes four months to get over someone. Oh, a crush specifically. So just give it a few. Months. I love that. J Train podcast at gmail.com. J Train podcast at gmail.com. I sent you one more. Do you have time for one more? Let's do it. Okay? Yeah, I have time. Let's do I have it until okay. four, so we're good. Love it. Okay. Hmm. What is this? What is the meaning is what this called? 
Jared, frequent listener of J-Train, always wanted to have something to send in. Pretty excited to finally have some material for the listeners. The conversation happened over the weekend. Background is unremarkable. Boy, I dated on and off in high school. Haven't spoken to since. We are both in our upper 30s now and live in different cities. He hit me up out of the blue. I had no interest in reconnecting. Not looking to make new friends with old boyfriends. And and I'm happily dating someone for four years, so no romantic interest either. Engaged in conversation out of curiosity curiosity to see what his motives were i mean what do you think his motives are you know like okay so i want to mess up her life yeah so please read through and my question is so let's read through i hope these are in order okay i'll be him you ready yeah thought about you recently realized i did not have any contact info thought linkedin was a was a long shot i hope you're doing well these days at least he kept it formal with i hope you're doing well like it was a linkedin i love that message. this is a linkedin screenshot i've never received a linkedin screenshot so this is wonderful unreal um, all right so she says thanks yes i don't use it and had an email saying i had a friend request Looks like you have a great job. Doing well here. Hope the same for you. Was just thinking about this again. What made you think about me? Oh. Okay. So we read that. And what, you know, I understand her curiosity, but like you see that line and what do you, how do you You feel about that? I immediately think she wants acknowledgement. She wants to know exactly what you were thinking of. She wants the ego boost. And let me tell you, I everyone does it. So she's not she's not she's not wrong, but it is it is interesting the way the email was written. I didn't think this give, is how I don't I haven't read ahead what he writes, but I haven't read ahead. The next line, if a person says it to you, you have to give them an ego boost. That's what they want. They just want you to tell them, I was just thinking about how awesome you were. That's it. That's all you gotta say. I don't know what he's about to say, but let's see. Okay. So this is him. Sorry for the delayed response. Oh, he, he waited a month. He's like, oh, sorry for the delayed response. Drove up to blank today, headed to blank tomorrow with my folks. Long story short, my kids are two and four, which cons- coincides with the beginning of long-term memories that, that sent me down this long path, thinking about who left strong, wonderful memories on me throughout life, as well as bad memories like shooting a... Um, as well as bad memories like shooting a basketball at the wrong basket in grade school laughing face or I think that's a crying face emoji yeah sweaty face so I've been thinking through grade school high school college graduate school etc obviously you left many wonderful memories I'm not trying to be sappy or fish or anything I realize how random this is okay and then he writes again then he comes back the next day the more I think about how random my message was the weirder I probably seem apologies simply I I really hope you're doing great. If you ever want to get a coffee sometime, let me know. Gives his number. Okay, then it's her. Yes, pretty random. Hope you have a nice weekend at the shore with your family. Not sure that your wife would like for you to be having coffee with an old girlfriend from high school. Whoa, this is... Uh, Understand the terrible optics. By no means was my intention anything other than to say hello and maybe catch up. Regardless, it was nice to chat, even though, even through LinkedIn. I hope you and your family have a wonderful holiday weekend. Sincere apologies. Okay. 
So my question is, was he fishing, window shopping, bored with his life, although he claims not the case? Then why a coffee date, phone number, and sudden urge to reconnect? What would, have, uh, what would he have done if I had played the other card and agreed that it would be nice to meet up? Interestingly, I did not mention any details of my life, just called him out on his. Would, you, would love to know what you think, married, two kids, and reminiscing of an ex-girlfriend from high school while driving down the shore for Labor Day weekend with the fam? Sincerely, girl. Girl who shot down married high school ex-boyfriend for coffee date. Better luck next time, buddy. What do you think of this? I feel for this guy. I got to say, I, especially. What? She asked. You know, he, it could have been left at hope you're doing well, too. And, and, and it's interesting. You're like, give them the ego boost. And he did. <laughs> you know, he, he, he gave you were a wonderful memory. And listen, I, I don't. Here's what I'll, uh, let me let her off the hook first. Here's what I agree with her. We, it could, this could go down him trying to cheat on his wife who he has two Absolutely. kids with wrote. I'm not saying that's not the case, but it's not the case now. And you can say no to a date uh, or to, a, he didn't call it a coffee date. He said, if you want to get caught, it, it wasn't even like we should get drink. I don't know. He's seen, and let me tell you also. This came in in September. I'm going back through like the you know the old screenshots because I wanted to do a bunch with you, Maria. Um, but I, I have to say, when this comes into your, when you get this on Labor Day weekend of 2021, where yeah, a lot of people are going through their memory boxes during you know like th- I just find that this person isn't really being empathetic with someone just sending a message. I don't know. What do you think? You know, okay, I think it's very normal and common, not normal. I think it's very common Mm. for people to reach out to their exes from high school and college, especially after they've had kids, because they want to show off in the sense of, look how much I've grown. Can you believe I got married? Can you believe I had kids? You know me in the first chapter of this book, but let me tell you how it ends. And excuse me, you you two grew up together. You know, right. you are someone they grew up with that had their formative years with. So it is, you are a part of their history. I had an, I had an ex reach out and they ended up coming on the UAP podcast and, and they wrote a book about... Um, dating and of course you know and I'm sure when she reached out she felt a little bit uneasy about sending an email and I was like of you know I, I was ha- you know happy to hear it and I'm happy for her having a husband and kids you know like it wasn't you I know, think that I think especially married people with kids like sometimes you want to go back in time and be like look at what ended up happening can you believe it like sure. there's like this kind of like a friendship circle here that's like ah um i remember i spoke to my high school boyfriend um Mm -hmm. two years ago on the phone like he happened to follow me on instagram and i i immediately dm'd him and i'm like oh my god how are you call me right now and i just put my number because i want to tell him hey first of all i want to apologize for some things that i have (laughs) as a person have grown out of 
because sure. this is high school and I want him to know like, hey, and he also apparently wanted to apologize to me for things that he grew out of. But I also just want to learn, like, are you married? Do you have kids? Oh, my God. What is it like to be a dad? I can't believe yeah. it. Like, and I'm not going to say his name, but he knows who he is. But like I it was so much fun to share that we both had at the time I only had one son. He, you know, we both had boys. So it's like, mm. what's your boy like? Like it was like it was like catching up with an old friend. Forget the relationship. Like this was a friend too, especially high school where you're just trying to figure out your hormones too. And I think that you have to give people the benefit of the doubt here when it comes to like when they reach out from high school. She's she seems I, I'm sure she's over their high school relationship, but like, I, I it seems that she's very worried that she could be kind of manipulated by someone, and for that reason, gets so ahead of it that nobody can have good intentions. Like, and I don't mean to like not all men this because that's kind of what we're doing. We're saying we don't know, we just don't know what this is going to become. And I know that this person is. Uh, you know, in the center part of the bell curve, just like you and I, they're strong. They're also weak. You know, they could be lied to just in the way you and I could be lied to. And that would fucking suck. But if you're spending your life getting in front of everyone who could lie to you, you're never going to have good interactions with people. You're never going to catch up like in the way that you caught up and to talk about your boys and have that sweet, nice thing happen. You, you know, you don't get, again, I mean, this sounds hokey, but you only get the sweet with the sour you, or, or you, you, you got my dad would always say, you got to play in traffic to get hit, you know, like, so if you want to be hit with a good memory, you got to play in some dangerous territory, which this guy is somewhat proposing. You could have gone on a coffee meetup with him and he could have shown you pictures of his kids and wife the whole time. We don't know. You didn't let it get there because it was choose. I'll choose to make him evil. Because that's and just she easier. Accused him, you know. She put in this idea, like, I don't think your wife would be happy. I remember, I, I remember telling my husband, "You're not going to believe who I spoke to today." Like, I was so excited totally. to tell my husband, right? And I don't know what relationship this man has with his wife, but you're presuming that yes. this person doesn't have an open relationship with his wife. Also, I just want to point out this conversation is happening through LinkedIn. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's not like he, he felt like he like went and liked a photo you put up from like seven years ago on Instagram, uh, and then you're having a conversation. <laughs> like, this is. This is uh, like yeah. It's it's it's, yeah. it's passing a certain level, uh, but also it, it passes again, the smell test. The smell test, but also again, this is not saying it couldn't go wrong. But when you per, the oh, way the the word you use is perfect. Presume is is like yeah. you end up looking. You know, like uh, they do these things on Reddit. Am I the asshole? You you kind of sound like an asshole, and that's okay. I'm just you know we all we all have those moments. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Maria, this is such a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Always a pleasure. At Matchmaker Maria Agape Match. Ask a Matchmaker Podcast. Make sure you go follow Maria. It's such a good follow. Go go go. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Monday with your emails, your stories, your questions. Keep sending in. Send in your screenshots. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. We'll be back next week. Boom. <laughs>